0: New River Valley This is Mark Tapp With Keith Weltons, And you're listening To AM HodgePodge
1: You must have been Left alone on Thanksgiving
0: <laughs> I, You know what I will uh, I will back up My My love for Lenny Kravitz Music All day long That guy rocks <laughs>
1: and, and I, I uh, That song finds you Or you find it No
0: I found this one This <laughs> is uh, So um, Our guest Today Wears many hats <laughs> And uh, And we thought You know why spend one segment with Seth? Yeah, uh, when we could spend three, sure, and touch on all of his hats. Yeah, yeah. sure. And and so Seth runs a flower shop. Mm-hmm. I do. And I thought, well, Lenny Kravitz sings a song about a flower child. And uh, oh, yeah, way <laughs> to go. It's a good one. <laughs> so there you go. Does that even qualify as, <laughs> as being close? I'll take it. Yeah, i Here you I'll go. A hey, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, uh, Seth uh, Gillespie is here in the studio with us. He's had a huge month of of activity in his life, personal and professional, um, and uh, probably uh, coincidentally, we're we're heading into one of the biggest periods of your life from a from a. Uh, seasonal professional type absolutely type, type time. We'll hit hit on that in the next segment, I think. But uh, Seth, why don't you kind of maybe introduce yourself uh, to the to the audience and tell us a little bit about who you are?
2: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you guys for having me here. Uh, uh, excited to be here. I see you guys often, but not in this setting. So mm-hmm. this is this is nice. But yeah, so um, you know I. Uh, I uh, own a flower shop as Mm -hmm. you were alluding to bought that in 2020 Um, I worked for my dad's CPA firm so I've been in accounting since I graduated uh, from RU in 2012 Mm -hmm. and uh, I just recently uh, threw my hat in the um, political world and was fortunate and was elected to city council Um, and then I think the the most exciting thing that's happened is uh, two weeks ago my daughter was born so yeah. Yeah. so as you were saying it's kind of kind of been a busy month but all good things and and been blessed so uh, yeah that's a little bit about what's going on uh, you, you, I don't
0: know you may rethink that whole blessed thing yeah. uh, when, uh, when you hit the teenage year yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: now the 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 thing that I uh, you know, people have asked me, you know, before. Oh my gosh, you know, having a child and, and things. And it doesn't matter if you have one, three, five, ten. Doesn't matter. Um, it is amazing how the nine months they actually go by really fast. Mm-hmm. But. You, you use those nine months in order to get both mentally, you know, the, the, the term nesting, right? So I saw that you would place some pictures as far as, like, getting a room ready and, and everything else. And and uh, and the, before you know it, bing-bang, bang, right? It's, right? It's there. And right. now your, your daughter is, what, two weeks old? Two weeks old today. Yeah. So, I mean, those two weeks just went quick.
2: Yeah, in a blink of an eye. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah. That's right. I saw something um, – on uh this is a deviation. Hmm. I saw I said the other day to you guys in the office, I said, have y'all been watching Yellowstone? So did you watch Yellowstone? Love Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah. And these guys haven't watched yet. And I just All started. Right. So I'm on uh episode three. Okay. So and I got like six seasons or something to go. Yeah. But I found it interesting in the second uh episode the uh it don't tell me what goes on. All right. Okay. <laughs> but I that there's the uh uh uh, Indian uh, chief mm-hmm. for the reservation right. and he's mentioning to uh, and I don't know all the characters names but he's mentioning to uh, the the son who at least in season two um, he's the one who returned from special forces and uh, so don't tell me what happens to him but uh, he says do you know why your child all children he says are born coming out looking just like their father and I'm sitting there and I'm quiet. And he's like, "Do you know why that is?" And son says, "The guy goes, no." And the Indian chief says, "It's because it's nature's way of letting the father know that it's their their child. And if it wasn't their child, they would kill it. And that's the same way nature works too, to where if the the baby doesn't come out looking like the father, and he says that all changes within within two to three weeks, and fortunately, they take on the appearances of their mother <laughs> Has that already started to happen? Oh, thankfully for my daughter go yeah yeah yeah, but it, I thought that was he says they all come out looking like their parents, and the fun part about that is is uh, when I heard that every person has always said oh my god the baby pictures that look just like you well today they all go oh you look just like your wife you know and aren't you so lucky and you're like yeah you know I mean they don't have big nose and big ears and yeah necks and it's like yeah, oh, absolutely 100% right so it is uh, uh, interesting that's a deviation but would you agree with that fact no sorry dude
0: uh, now maybe they do look like their dads just because most dads are bald and ugly. Sure, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I but uh, um, but your kids have a lot of Weltons in them.
1: Well, yeah, but, but but I mean, but, uh, I, but I get to what you are saying. Yeah, I and mean, and a lot of people think that you know my father-in-law because he's got very similar build. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he's your father. Yeah, yeah. So. I could, I could kind of. When he that. looks nothing like my real dad. Yeah. <laughs> you and Patrick are twins, though. Yeah, everyone yeah. says that. It's, yeah. the,
0: uh, it's like the this area, the eyes and the bridge of the nose. I think is really common with all the kids. We can all smell well. <laughs> we're good at that. Yeah, we're Sm- good at that. Speaking of smelling, uh, let's talk about flowers. Yeah. So Seth, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know if you could pick two more opposite professions: accounting and flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, tell us a little bit about what motivated you to buy the flower shop a couple years back. Yeah,
2: Sure. So, yeah, you know, it was kind of random. They were, um, they'd been a client for us at the, at the CPA firm. And, um, so I was very familiar with the business and, and I, we knew the barbers pretty well. I've known Mike for a long time. And, um, so, so we were familiar with the business and, um, they, the previous owner had just kind of, um, gotten off track a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but, I, did, I had the numbers. I knew the sales were still good. I knew it was a healthy business, just maybe needed a little new direction. When he stepped down, um, we, we, we talked to w- w- Mike, um, and we said, hey, is Erlene is interested in still, still working? Because mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. if anybody has been to our flower shop, they know Erlene is, you know, she is Gates. Right, she, right. she truly is, and, and I would never have taken it on if she wasn't, really? uh, if it wasn't a package deal. Yeah. She, was, she was the, she was the uh, deal, deal maker deal, or deal breaker. And uh, so she said, you know, I, I would love to continue. Um, so yeah, we we kind of ran the numbers and thought, you know, it, it was worth taking a chance on. And uh, you know, so far, I'm, it's it, it's worked out well, and I'm truly blessed to have her. She's she's phenomenal. She's been doing it for thirty plus years. Um,
0: so was it was it one of those things where? Because uh, I think this happens a, a lot. A, a small business is started by somebody who has a passion in something. Mm-hmm. And that is usually not running a business. Uh, and so maybe did Erlene have a passion in flowers and arrangements and that sort of thing and then just got burnt out on the business and thought, and, and this is a perfect arrangement?
2: So, well, so she. No pun act- intended. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone's surprised
0: that she has never
2: actually owned the business. Uh-huh. Um, so she has always worked, and she's—and I've asked her, and at one point, I think she was considering okay. um, owning the business, but I, I think you, you nailed it. Yeah. I, I think it's her passion, um, and her passion is designing, working with the clients, not so much my passion which is the numbers and the nuts and bolts of things so I, that's why i think we're we've really gelled well together um yeah. it's kind of the yin to the yang she has yeah. you don't want me bringing your wife an arrangement you right. know you're still going to be in the doghouse if that, if was, that happens
0: that yet. was the next question i was going to ask is like if i gave you a, a you know 15 flowers would you would you be able to put it into an arrangement for me and make it look good? I, I would take it to Helene let her arrange it and then I come <laughs> deliver. That okay. that, that, would, that would be my exactly. contribution. So
2: What do you think of this? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So so you know, especially on the holidays which in the, in the floral industry, uh Valentine's Day and Mother's Day are the super bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all hands on deck. So which Valentine's Day is in the middle of tax season. So that's, that's typically a really busy...
1: busy yeah. How important was it for you to keep the name?
2: At the time, I didn't realize how important, but I think it's been – I think Gates was really a um, cornerstone business Mm -hmm. um, in Christiansburg. Mm -hmm. People have known them forever. Um, They used to be across from Kroger, and they had had the billboard where everyone would put happy birthday or this and that. So they always associated with that. So I think the name recognition for Gates um, has paid dividends and – you know, I kind of, that was one of the first things when I met with Erlene she was like, I, I, I will, will come, but I really, really want to keep the name Gates. Yeah. And so I said, say less.
0: We'll yeah, be-. Yeah. So what kind of changes have you made? Um, I think
2: the biggest change that we've probably made is more of an online and social media presence um, they really were non-existent before that and I mean that's free advertisement mm. uh, I'll, I'll do some of the boost uh-huh. on Facebook but even then I can I can control the audience I control um, the age demographics I can control you know how much I want to spend um, and, and they weren't doing any of that uh, so I think we've had a real uptick in that uh, we've moved locations mm-hmm. Um and I think that's been – that's turned out so far real to be been a positive. Um, and other than that, um, you know, erlene knows how to do this and has been doing this. So it was more of just me kind of coming in, doing the accounting, doing the books, and staying out of her way for the rest. Yeah,
1: and I know there's been quite a – bit, and we'll go ahead and take a break here in just a second. But I know that there's been a significant – uh change in supply chain stuff and most people don't maybe recognize that the flowers aren't all grown in your backyard right that they have to come from significant distance and even continents right uh so um i'm just curious was that something that kind of took you off guard
2: or did you just roll with it so two things on that one more on the supply chain issue has been the containers Mm -hmm. um so uh we're with teleflora and a lot of their products, unfortunately, are are made in China. So mm-hmm. last Christmas, we did not get our shipment of containers yeah. um, that we had ordered. So The glass vases and the cr- pots right, and stuff like that. Right. Sure. Flowers are more temperamental um, and infected more so by environmental issues. Mm-hmm. If um, we get our Rio Roses from Mexico, if they have a huge drought or a huge monsoon or right. something, um, that, that affects not only prices but availability. Um, so so you're kind of fighting both. A little sure. bit of supply chain, a little bit of environmental issues, Um
0: so yeah, and you brought up supply chain and I know we've got to get into another segment, but I've got to ask you, I mean, because of that, have you been able to source it to someone in the United States or is there just nothing available?
2: As far as containers go, I um, I'm a goodwill guy. So I will go and, you know, for the clear C99 bases, I like to recycle, reuse, mm-hmm. but when it when it comes to the the our product from teleflora it right now, but it's outsourced, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah,
0: yeah. What about using, um, you know, like preschoolers to turn uh, toilet paper roll things into vases, that kind of thing. If I, could, hey, if I if the price is right, uh, that's right. we used to do that. Don't yeah. you remember that? You make things out of toilet paper rolls for your mom. Yeah, when maybe you in grade school. I could
1: have, I could have remembered. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that being said, we'll go ahead and come back in our next segment, and we'll uh, continue our conversation with Seth. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge.